Welcome to the Inspiring Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Domisha Campbell, and here we have authentic conversations about womanhood to inspire you to align with your God-given identity and show up as your best self. Welcome back. So today's episode is going to be on several ways to increase your self-awareness. And before I get started on today's tips, I wanted to read this quote from Sheryl Sandberg. It goes, we cannot change what we are not aware of. And once we are aware, we cannot help but change. I love that quote so much. And I think it's so on brand for what we're going to be talking about and what we've been talking about for the last three to four episodes, right? So let me get into the ways to increase your self-awareness. And this, again, is in no order of importance. They're just all tips and habits that are very, very useful. So number one is going to be check in with yourself daily. And what I mean by that is just you want to make sure that you're checking in with yourself. How are you feeling? You know, are you taking time alone to recharge, recenter, all of those things? Are you taking the time out to ask yourself, hey, how was my day today? How did I feel? What were some things that were a win for me? What were some things that I didn't like that occurred today? Or are you constantly on autopilot on go, go, go every day just feels like the same routine and somebody asks how you're doing and you're like, okay, I think I don't (laughs) because you don't take that time out to really just check in with yourself. So that's going to be number one. You know, you want to make sure that you're nurturing yourself. Right. Because when you nurture yourself, you're going to be able to pour more out into the world. Right. You want to make sure you're checking in with yourself because you can check any limiting beliefs that you had for the day or any that are reoccurring in your life. You know, you want to check in for any mental blocks that may be going on. You want to check for any harmful behaviors that you may have. And another one of my tips uh, can can really break down how you can get into those limiting beliefs, mental blocks, and harmful behaviors. But I'll go over that when we get to that tip. Spending time alone and checking in with yourself is so important because you just want to make sure that you're really taking the time to pour into yourself. Again, that way you can pour into others, pour into your responsibilities, pour into your job or your business and what have you. That's going to be number one. Number two, is going to be right in a journal, right? And that's what I meant by the next The next um, tip is going into the limiting beliefs, the mental blocks and harmful behaviors. Some of the things that you can write in your journal, you can document, you know, any patterns or any feedback you get from other people in your journal and say, hmm, what does this tell me about myself? Or what did I do today? Or what have I done over the course of this week that's a reoccurring theme? What thoughts came um, up to me over the course of this week or over the course of month that are reoccurring for me? So you can begin to identify any patterns or any things that you may have that you want to work on or that you you may want to keep doing, right? A journal can really help you to document your feelings. It can help you document your mood, your experiences. So say you wake up one day and you had a really great day. So maybe you want to open up your journal and just document what you did for the day. Did you have a really great day because you made sure you did your morning facial routine? You made sure you actually took a lunch. You made sure that, um, 
you took time out to just for quiet time for you to meditate or pray or whatever you like to do. What was it about that day that made it great? And on the flip side, say that you had a bad day. You may want to open up your journal and document that day. What happened? Did you wake up late? Did you not have breakfast in the morning? Were you just on go, go, go mode? You didn't really take a break. You were on your phone during lunch. These are the things that you could write down in your journal. And even last week's episode, I went over a few questions that can help you identify your values. So those are some of the things that you can keep in your journal as well. And when you identify those values and they're in your journal, you want to make sure that your habits are in alignment with your values. Right. And this is why those daily check ins are so important, because every day you can make sure that you're being more and more intentional. Right. And that what you're doing is in alignment with what you care about and what's important to you. It's so, so important to do that. I, you know, I love to journal. I think I'm going to I'm not even going to talk about it now, (laughs) but I love to journal and it's been so transformative in my personal growth as well. So yeah. Number three is to observe how other people act around you. Now, when I went over the, when I was going over the self-awareness series, I talked about internal and external self-awareness. And part of external awareness is how others perceive you. And that's important too, because remember when we went over the introspector, the introspector could be completely out of balance if they spend too much time in their brain and without getting external output, external opinions and things like that, right? And I talked specifically about when when that person has an inner critic or they really challenge themselves or they push themselves really hard. It could get out of balance and you want to make sure you're balanced, right? So paying attention to how other people act around you can help you collect a little bit more of that data. It can help maybe to get some blind spots that you may have or that you may not have, right? Every time you walk into a room or you come around people, are people delighted and happy? Like, yes, there goes my girl Tasha. She's the life of the party. I already know that it's going to be turned up. Or when you come into the room, are people like, oh, there's Maria. I know she's a little bit, you know, more serious and on edge. And she really just likes to talk about work and, you know, stuff like that. So the room or the energy kind of shifts and it becomes a little stale. Um, That could be good data for you, you know, and it, it could help you just just pay attention to other people. You can you should be watching out for their body language. What is their body language? Thing? Is it inviting? Is it closed off? Is it serious? Is it easygoing? What are their facial expressions like? How do people receive you? That can give you some really important information about how you're showing up in the world. Right. This is especially important for my my introspectors and people who are already aware are open to feedback. Right. And also the seekers, because if you're seeking and you don't really know how you're showing up in the world, um, this could be really, really important for you. It could really, really be important for you. And that goes kind of hand in hand with the next tip. Number four, which is to speak to people you love and trust. Right. Not only because you can observe how you walk into any room, you could 
you know, how you're perceived in a, the workspace is going to be different than how you're perceived when you're around your friends or when you're around your family or when you're out at a social gathering. So it's important to also just speak to people you love and trust because you know that they are going to know you the best, right? And when you're speaking to people you love and trust, you want to make sure that you're paying attention to them, that you're giving them their your undivided attention when they're speaking to you. So that means maybe folding your hands and looking at them in your eyes. And what I like to do is I like to nod my head when people speak to me, just even if I'm not saying nothing, I'm not saying anything so that they know that I'm I'm following up and I'm keeping up with them. Some people actually like to say, I know some people like to say, sure. I don't like that, but I understand that some people do it because the reason why I don't like sure is because sometimes it could seem like a little bit like, yeah, whatever. Like whatever and sure kind of for me at least seems like yeah, I'm just kind of brushing you off. But, you know, just sitting there and actually listen to them and being receptive. And when they're done speaking, maybe even saying thank you. Right. Because this will really help you gain a different perspective about some things that you could potentially work on. Or some things that you're already doing really good and that you may not have even noticed that's so good about you. Right. Okay, so number five is going to be to appreciate what you have now. Be grateful, right? Focusing on the positive and being grateful for what you have now can just help you get into the present moment. Think about the things that are going good, right? It's going to lower your anxieties, your stress, those anxious racing thoughts, because you can focus on the now. You can think about all the things in life that are working out for you, right? You can think about all the qualities that you currently possess that are so amazing and not what, oh, well, I want this and I want that. Or you can think about, all of the accomplishments that you've made so far and be grateful for that because it's in human nature to always want more and more and more. And if it's not tame, that that is out of balance. If you're always searching for the next thing, then you can begin to feel empty and unfulfilled and nobody wants that, right? Nobody wants that. I know you don't want that. So that's number five. You definitely want to just practice some gratitude and really, really dig deep. You know, I think the basic is like, you know, you wake up and you're like, well, thank God that I woke up today. What else are you thankful for? Are you thankful that for that you have the opportunity to get into the car instead of taking the bus? Are you grateful that you have a telephone on you at all times, even listening to this podcast episode where you can call someone if you need help or you can Google search something or you can look at information instantaneously? Are you grateful for the fresh fruits and vegetables that you have access to? I want your gratitude and your gratefulness to get really personable to you though right be grateful for what's in your bank account be grateful for your relationships be grateful for those things like really really get deep right there may be some things that you have in your life that only you have right that only you know and you're not even thinking about it because you have become so used to it Gratitude is really going to recenter us, right? And help us become aware of 
all of the things that are working out to your highest good. So, so important. Number, um, it also helps you feel happier and optimistic. Before I go on to the number six, it helps you feel happier and optimistic, right? If you are being grateful, it leaves little to no room for you to be negative, to think about your bad day or anything like that. You're going to be more happier, more optimistic, and just experience a level of positive emotion. So this is really a good habit to develop early in the morning, add it to your morning routine, maybe when you're washing your face or you're brushing your teeth. Just think about three or four things that you're grateful for and get really deep. Or before you go to bed at night, You can also just think about, hey, what am I grateful for today? And if it's somebody you're grateful for, tell them that. I'm sure people are always receptive to hear, you know, what to hear, like, thank you. And I appreciate you, what you've done for me, things like that. Make sure you're doing that. So, yeah, number six is stop being so hard on yourself. I want you to make sure that you are being self-compassionate. And this is why I spoke about spending time alone, right? This is why I spoke about setting those boundaries so you can understand your wants and needs. And that way you can be able to communicate them with other people. Spending time alone so you get to know your thoughts a little bit better. Are you hard on yourself? Are you too relaxed on yourself? Are you not as driven to complete your goals and aspirations and the things that you know that are important to you? Are you being complacent? You know, you want to make sure that you're making self-compassion your best friend, but at the same time, you don't want that self-compassion to enable you, right, girl? All right, girl, you said you wanted to, at the very least, work out three times a week. Sometimes we're going to have those off days, right? We're going to have those off days, but it's always good to just pick back up where you left off, allow yourself grace, but pick back up where you left off. You said you were going to be consistent this year. Okay, you fell off for a day or two, maybe even a few weeks. It's never too late to start back up again. Don't get down on yourself. Don't say, it's only February, March. Don't say, oh, I'm going to try again next year. Don't do that. You can, and, and when you're being compassionate, if you are somebody who gets really hard on yourself, sit down and ask yourself, why am I putting so much pressure on myself? What does this stem from? This is another thing that you could probably write in your journal. Why am I working so hard towards this goal? These are all things that could be very enlightening for you. Also, you want to make sure that you're speaking to yourself how you would a friend. Okay, now, (laughs) this one could be kind of crazy because some people speak to their friends (laughs) like, you know, they ain't crap. Okay, but say you're going through something and you was like, wow, I really wish I just had someone to talk to. Say you just recently went through a breakup and you really want to talk to somebody. How would you want that person to speak to you? Right. If you were going through a breakup, I would hope I honestly I'm going to trust that if you're listening to this podcast, you are encouraging and and all of those things to your friend. But you're all you also keep them accountable. Right. If your friend is going through a breakup, 
I'm going to trust that you wouldn't say, girl, get over it, right? Like you would probably want to say instead, like, you know, I understand that this is a hard time for you. I'm here for you, whatever you need. Or, you know, sometimes maybe it is hard with friends because maybe they didn't listen to your advice that you've given them about this said partner and now things hit the fan. I would still give them that same grace, right? Because if we're short-tempered, usually when people are short-tempered and don't have empathy for their friends, that's the same way that they talk to themselves. So you just want to make sure that you're giving them grace because we all make mistakes. We all have areas that we have to work on. And, you know, we're all trying to figure out and some of us have to figure it out in our own way. And that's just life. We can't change that. We can't beat ourselves or other people into following the path that um that we think is best, or even sometimes that we know is best. So with that being said, that is the last tip of this episode. I will catch you all. I will catch you on the next episode. Peace.